Welcome everyone to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show filled with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James. James here coming to you episode nine of the Inside Japan podcast. Thanks for stopping in again for another dose of Working in Japan goodness. This week, Peter from Job in Japan is coming in again. And this time we're going to talk about job fairs and more specifically jet job fairs. But the information we kind of share here is good for all job fairs, mostly happening in Japan. But, you know, outside Japan, these these rules uh, apply as well. Um, and for those who don't know what job fairs are, it's basically just a place where a bunch of companies set up like booths and stuff. And they have places where people that want to get jobs go there and kind of bring their resume, shake a few hands, learn about the company. It's kind of a win-win for everybody, right? The attendees get a chance to show their stuff and the employers get to hopefully find good people. So if you, you know, I really recommend, if you, if you don't listen to the rest of this episode, if you have a job fair in Japan and you want to find your ne- kind of next job in Japan or even your first job in Japan, if you've somehow come to Japan on tourist visa and you have a good timing to find a job fair, you really want to go to these as many as you can. Um, we get into that more in the episode, but... Yeah, um, a side news before we get to the episode, um, the JET webinar, the incoming JETS 2018 webinar happened last week, so if you want to catch the replay, it is live now at ALTinsider.com. Also, Patreon Q&A will happen this weekend on the 7th of July, so be sure to check back in for that on ALTinsider.com. If you haven't, uh, if you have any questions you want to get asked, send those in before this weekend, because I will be recording that this weekend. So there you go on site news stuff. Today, Peter kind of goes through the main point of the episode, is kind of common mistakes he sees at, att- at attendees' Uh, that attendees do at these things because he he goes to these all all the time and he sees the common common mistakes the and he, when he talks to employers uh, and companies that are employing people he they kind of talk about these things they always see and um, they might seem like common sense right but um, just in case you think that hopefully Peter's gonna said he's gonna send me some pictures of of, of some uh, examples of these things because so you can kind of know that. They might seem like common sense, but they aren't. So just make sure you aren't doing these. You know what I mean? So yeah, that'll be on the show notes page at altinsider.com and jobsinjapan.com. So hopefully I get the pictures up there before you check it out, but they should be there. So yeah, job fairs are great, uh, but they're only great if you don't blow your opportunity at them, right? So don't be stupid. Listen to this episode, avoid these common mistakes and have and find a good job, right? So without further ado, let's get to it. Peter from jobsinjapan.com. Today, very special guest, I have Peter from Jobs in Japan. How are you doing today, Peter? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? It's nice to have you on here for your second appearance on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like see, we, we promised once a month you come on the show, but we've already, I think, two months have passed since then, right? <laughs> oh, uh, the more the merrier. Okay, we'll put down more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So what do you want to talk about today for our people that uh, couldn't read the, 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 the thing they clicked to listen to this episode? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, no, I'm, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but the, the JET program, they have their yearly career fair. So it's a jet program career fair, and I wanted. To, so we exhibit at that every year, um, and I just wanted to mention some of the some mistakes that some of the job seekers are making because some of them are just they're critical. They're just small mistakes, but it just take them out of contention of getting a job. So I just was hoping to give some hints on how to actually use job fairs better. All right, that sounds good. So I, I, let's let's back up a little bit because I know some people might not be as diligent as they should be. Uh, jets out there. So what exactly is this jet career program career fair? What does it happen? You know, stuff like that. What can we? What do you know? What can we learn about it first? If we don't know what it is. 
Well, they're, they have two main career fairs. Um, they're both in February and one's in Osaka. They have about 35 companies there. And the other was their Tokyo. It's actually in Yokohama. There's about 75 companies and it's everything from, um, you have some, uh, recruiting companies. You have some, uh, regular Japanese businesses there, some Akaiwas, just the whole gambit of people that are looking for, to hire an outgoing foreigner. So, but. No, it's a really good program because um, you, uh, that uh, the JET program's doing, it's not like, oh, thank you for your service. Um, there's no future for you. Goodbye. <laughs> they actually are making an effort to try and get these people jobs in Japan if they want to stick around. That's good. So do you have to be an outgoing person to come to this or can you be any year in the uh, You can be any year in JET um, to do it. From my understanding, you can be any year in JET, uh, but you do have to be a JET. It's not like um, if you're working for um, – yeah, one of the Akaiwas or something like that. It's like, hey, hey, there's this jet career fair. I'm going to go to that. So unfortunately, they don't allow outsiders. Okay, yeah. But they, like you said, these job fairs are a general thing. We're, we're kind of focusing on the jet one today. But there's all kind of job fairs, right? Right. So it's uh, it's going to be common common knowledge, but not common practice, I guess you could say. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay, so to ask about what you do there first? Oh, sure. Uh, well, um, the reason I go there is because I just have a promotional booth for jobs in Japan. Uh, because I'm not really uh, employing many people, but and the other reason is to see a lot of my clients because uh, about a third or even more than that are actually my clients that are they put our jobs on jobs in Japan every once in a while. But um, um, this is one place where I can see them all at the same time, and then we can share notes and all this. So it's mainly a promotional booth for jobs in Japan and to uh, give the job seekers some other jobs that um, may be available because we have hundreds of jobs on the site. But there's only a few, uh, 75 companies at the job fair. So, hey, if you didn't find a, a job while you're at the job fair, maybe you can find one online. Yeah. So do you know any kind of who else is who else is there? Is it a, is some kind of field is kind of the main field or are they kind of all over the place? It's it's all over the place. Um, there's a couple um, even things from like really, really Japanese companies like the Sumitomos and um, Jao, was it um, ANA or um, Jao was there for the Japanese side? Um, so no, just uh, recruiting companies. Um, there's MBA schools. It's just all over the gambit. Cool, cool. Okay, so let's get in some of these things that uh, people should make sure they don't do when they go to these uh, obviously great opportunities. Job fairs are a great opportunity to pass out your resume and stuff like that. So what is uh, some of the mistakes you see? Okay, well first is on the appearance in general because um, you don't have to have the like be the best dressed person. But then you can even go in tennis shoes uh, if you don't have some real shoes. But um, uh, if your suit, if you've never, if you haven't taken your suit out of your suitcase from when you've come to Japan and ironed it and made it look good, uh, that's going to put a bad impression. So make sure that <laughs> you look actually presentable. And it was actually kind of comical because um, the fair is in uh, February. Um, so it's winter, middle of winter. So um, these, uh, a lot of these participants, they don't know what a locker is. So what they do is they have their uh, satchel on, like uh, diagonally across their body, and they have their winter coat slaved over it, just put it over it, and then their suit is all wrinkled, and they look like a homeless person. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so they look like a bagman. So just um, uh, if they were to just use 100 yen, stole your, all your stuff in a locker, and walk around looking like a professional – then they would just have all this um, better chance because they uh, maybe they don't go to Tokyo all that often. So they maybe have gone shopping before the job fair. So they have their omiyage in one hand, <laughs> um, a, a pseudo briefcase. And yeah, they just look terrible. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of good for anything. Interview, everything. Japan has lockers. Basically, every station has lockers. You know, if you have an interview or something like that, it's so it's such a good idea, right? To not carry, you know, fourteen pounds of stuff. You know, just uh, put your stuff in locker, carry something that looks good, and then go. It's it's Japan. Come on, it's Japan. <laughs> Appearance is important. Why do you think they wrap things thirty times and when you go to the store? No, it's the appearance more than the yeah. Uh, but yeah, you have to look presentable. Yeah, and the, the suit thing. Uh, one easy way to do that is just take it out. Like, uh, it, I know it, it maybe it won't take away all the wrinkles, but I know from my experience of my, uh, you know, when I had to do something professional, I had a suit that was definitely wrinkled. If you just hang it up even a week before, hang it up on your count ca- on your closet, that's take care of a lot of the biggest problems. So yeah, we, that's a good first step, right? Yeah, it's just but no, it, it seems like common sense. But when I was walking around, like, oh my god. And that brings me back into, uh, so half, not, I don't want to say half, but a good number of people. So a backpack doesn't go with a suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only profession where that's acceptable is if you're a university professor. Mm-hmm. All other professions, they expect you to actually have a briefcase. It only costs us a couple thousand yen mm-hmm. and you'll need it anyways when you get the job. So it looks so much better if you go with a suit and a briefcase than a suit and a backpack, especially if it's a, a bad colored backpack and all this, it just doesn't go. It doesn't look like a professional. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an easy, easy one, right? I mean, you could buy it <laughs> you so think, cheaply. You'd think. Uh, but, uh, and then the other part is that um, uh, going back to the lockers is when you're going to all these different um, uh, booths or these stands where uh, these people are hiring, a lot of times they'll give you some uh, brochures and giveaways. You can call them throwaways because they're going to be trashy things and all this. But um, <laughs> don't walk around with all these things in the bags like you just came back from shopping with your wife or something. Take a break. Select what you want to keep for like uh, contacting the people later. Hide what you want to keep in your briefcase or the locker. And then toss other uh, that other crap out. Okay, don't, yeah, don't be bringing your own because um, no. Uh, if you're an employer and you see the next person in line, this candidate, and he has like five different um, bags of stuff that he got from ABC company and DEF company and all this, wow, he's really important. He's really interested in your job other than the others first. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, you, you if you have if you're carrying the the stuff of every, the swag of every other company, right? It doesn't look like you're taking this one as seriously as you might be, right? Yeah, of course you're shopping around at each company to see what they have to offer, but don't make it look like you're less like uh, looking for the highest bidder or that you're just. <laughs> um, it's not like you're not cheating on them. They know that you're going to see other companies, but at least try to make the company feel special. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. How about on that on that note, I want to add uh, not not a visual thing, I guess, but. Do is doing research important? Do you have to know? Is it better if you know a little bit about the company, or you just kind of it's okay to not know anything? Well, actually, both. You, if there's a company you're interested in, yeah, go in there uh, having some information about the company, their competitors, and the job is going to give you a leg up. Um, yeah, uh, just uh, more than not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. But there are going to be some companies that uh, you notice they're like. Hey, I don't know anything about them. They they maybe signed up late and they're not even in a program. And then you can say, "Oh, by the way, what do you do here?" Mm-hmm. And all this, what what job is on? And you can actually strike up a conversation. But um, being prepared is always better than not being prepared. Mm-hmm. But uh, even if you don't know the company, I that should not uh, prevent you from uh, striking up a conversation. Okay. And that's where uh, the next point that I want to make is that. There are so many people that you're waiting in line. They have like like a row of different chairs and you're waiting to get your interview. 
and a lot of the people aren't listening. So I would eavesdrop on the people interviewing in front of you and listen to what the uh, interviewer is saying to the interviewee that's before you because you're going to be asked a similar question. So, and then if you're going to listen to that, it's like, oh, he just asked this guy, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, now you can have a chance to formulate your answer because so when you get it, you're going to sound like a rock star. Yeah, basically because you can think about it, right? You have extra time. That, you know, yeah, you have the extra spot, time. Right? It's like, instead of like, um, yeah, so tell me about blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now it's like, no, I didn't think about that, but I got, I guess I got two minutes of repair before this um, joker in front of me gets <laughs> ousted. And now I have the answer. Good. Thank you for the for the tip. I guess I got to, to, to go hand in hand with that. I guess I guess you'd be able to be friendly with other people there, but you don't want to be talking about what you're going to do after this with other people there, right? You're the fellow candidates, right? No, no, but uh, you're going to go with some of your friends. But um, even if you're going to be interviewing at the same company, I would not be going to the same company at the same time mm. uh, because it's like uh, if you're in interviews, like, oh, so you're just here with your other three friends interviewing at all the companies and um which one of you thought i was a, that our company was special mm-hmm. yeah so i was a break up it's like yeah uh, so you, hey you came with your friends but that's fine you don't have to interview as a team yeah that's a good idea yeah so if you go with your friends it's, that's fine but then break up and kind of go your separate ways you yeah know, maybe regroup yeah regroup later share some notes and all this and then um go attack the other companies okay, but uh, while you're waiting for your interview time just don't sit there and daydream and you know daydreaming like you're a dumbass or something yeah just <laughs> just uh get in the game yeah yeah it makes you look more ready to go too. Like you pay yeah. attention you know and, I- and uh, so but i saw a lot of people when they're actually in the interview itself they don't have a pen out and a notebook, and they're not writing. So, so you should be in the game, take some notes, have some questions ready, and all this. Uh, because, uh, no, if you're just like, oh, tell me about what you have to offer. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why be prepared. Like, um, And so, no, you have a uh, – be prepared. You have your note of questions and all this in advance and just say, oh, yeah, so I see that you're doing this. Do you have openings here? And how would this uh, – yeah, just ask questions there. But, yeah, so have a notebook open. Just don't be ex- – don't expect them to say, oh, please come to our company. We're begging. I know there's a lower birth rate. I understand that, but they're not that desperate. <laughs> yes. How about for the less uh, creative of us, of us, of us people out there? Uh, can you give us some like kind of catch-all questions that always work? I know it's better if you have some direct questions, but is there some kind of questions you think that are like kind of catch-all questions that always work if you don't have one ready? Well, first of all, they're going to say uh, they're going to say like, uh, "Tell me about yourself," mm-hmm. and uh, please don't tell them your life story. <laughs> yeah. Keep it under two minutes. And what I usually do is use the present, past, future formula. Okay. So what you do is you say what you're doing now. I'm currently a jet at Jigoku High School, blah, blah, blah. Show some, explain some value that you're doing. Uh, before that, I was at, if you had a different job, you can say that, or your school, which leads me to why I'm here talking to you today is because I think my experience and education can offer you this and show them how you can bring value to them. Okay, that sounds good. So you, 
even if you just obviously everyone's a jet, right? So that kind of is not special, right? So you say adding more to that, right? Yeah. So basically, you say that for the jet, and then that's just to say, tell me about yourself. That's where you're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they're going to ask you about, um, tell me a situation where you had these problems and all this, and then you can make up some um, some stories. So giving examples is the best way. So um, maybe something you can say about how you overcame a problem in the classroom or something like this, and that you're a team player. So you can say, oh, yeah, so one day I was in class and um, one of my students, so my, uh, our teacher, Mr. Aoki, Aoki-sensei, put something on a classroom board that was completely wrong in English. Mm-hmm. Um, I is am a cat. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and then when the students just uh, called him out on it, so basically, my I was in a dilemma here. So, do I throw my teacher under a bus and mm-hmm. give, um, I say, give kudos to like teach correct English to the student, or I can protect my teacher because I'm just a assistant teacher. Yeah. Uh, so, I, and then I have to I can protect him and then do as a service to the student. So, what I did was I said. Oh, yes. Uh, what Mr. Aoki said, they say it this way in English, but this is a more common way to say it. And mm-hmm. I wrote the way, the correct way on the board. So my boss, the teacher who's going to be there long after I'm kicked out of the JET program, mm-hmm. um, has, has realized that he made a mistake. I didn't throw him in the bus, so he saved face. And then he says, oh, uh, to the students, uh, let's do it um, uh, Peter Sensei's way because that's more common. And yeah. so everybody wins, the students get right education, and I save the day by not um, embarrassing my boss. Yeah, and then the, the company you're pitching yourself to thinks, oh, it's a good problem solver. Yeah, problem solver. He's not going to throw us under the bus, blah, 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 and he's thinking on his feet. But um, uh, so, yeah, so let's see. Uh, but other things, um, be sure that uh, when you're there, um, one question that um, not just answering their questions, they're going to ask you, do you have any questions for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the classic. Yeah, and that one, I usually say something like, um, oh, I know that you're here interviewing a lot of people here today. Let me ask you, in six months or a year from now, what would the new hire have achieved in order for you to have considered this hire a great success? Nice. Because then you're saying like, uh, you're looking in the future like, if you hire me, what do I have to achieve and what are you looking at for my deliverables? Okay. Something like that. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's the type of questions that you want to be asking. Not like, oh, so what's the vacation days? And um, when, <laughs> and, uh, uh, is this a uh, Nenko Joda? So do I get paid on a timing grade or is it uh, uh, based? So yeah, be, uh, ask questions like, hey, what, all, what do I have to deliver and how do I make you look like a rock star? Nice. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. So how can I be, how, what makes a successful employee at your company? Yeah. So basically, yeah. How can I be successful? And then you can ask other things, but, um, but be aware that, um, all the questions that you're going to be asked fall into one of three categories after they find out that you're trainable and yeah, that, um, so the first one is like, are you qualified to do the job? So, because yeah, if you're looking for like an IT job and you don't have those, um, skills, Basically, um, yeah, you're out. So that your resume is going to say if you can actually do the job or not. So that's uh, one of the big ones. Like, okay, so that's um, that's that not even a touchy feely one. Can you do the job? Yeah, like crossing the first hurdle, right? Yeah. Oh, I want to. Yeah, I want to be a translator. Oh, I have a JLPT N four. Sorry, call me back in a year and a half when you have um, yeah EQ. 
yeah. something like that. So are you qualified? But the other two are interesting. Um, the first one is, do you think that you will like the job and the company? Because even if you can do the job, if we don't think you'll like it here, you're not going to thrive and do the um, service over time, and you're not going to put in the effort and grow. Mm-hmm. And the last one is basically, can we stand you? So people yeah. talk about diversity, but most of the time they want to hire someone that they feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And so basically, can you do the job? Do we think you'll like it here? And do we like you? <laughs> okay. All right, so it's kind of not you don't. I know you, not being a friend is the wrong word, but you definitely want to be friendly. Right? Like you want to come off as a friend, let's see people don't want to work with. Yeah, you want to make that bond in all this. But the interviewer, he's going to try and trick you. He's going to be your best friend because... Uh, everybody knows the standard interview questions and how to answer them. He wants to trick you up and find out the truth and more about what your what your feelings are and all this. So he's going to be your friend and he's going to see if you're going to badmouth your employer or say bad things about others and how you're taking responsibility or if everything wrong has happened not because of your fault, because of other circumstances or do you actually take the responsibility for things going bad? Interesting. Okay, so let, let me try to do a, a hypothetical here. So you're saying that the guy might say something like, you know, after they kind of built a rapport, say, you know, don't you hate when your JT uh, comes to you at the last second and asks you to do a game? You know, or all, like this, that. And all that bullshit stuff and all that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, okay, thank you very much. Uh, next guy. Uh, because okay, okay. because no, they want to find that out. And that's one thing that um, you'll find is um, uh, interesting. So at the job fair, there were about four of my clients that afterwards they had the um, meet the team dinner. So okay. like, uh, so you're interviewing and things are going well, and they say, "Hey, after this, um, the team here, we're going out for uh, a meal and for some drinks. Yeah, why don't you come out and uh, join us?" So that's like, ooh, that's a, yeah. You'd, you'd be stupid to say no. Yeah, yeah. But please understand that they're not doing this. Because they want you to meet the team and to feel comfortable about working there, you're still on. You're still being interviewed. So, so what's going to happen is they're going to take you out and they're going to be, uh, want you in a more relaxed setting, and they want to get some alcohol in you too. <laughs> okay. Because uh, no, this is a true story. So, um, one of our my clients, um, they had a booth there. Uh, they had their. Um, Afterwards, they took about uh, five or six um, hopefuls uh, with their staff, and they yeah they were at a, a British pub right next to Yokohama Pacifico, uh, the trade fair hall, and then so yeah we'll pay for all the beers and the stuff just come on and so there were a couple of people that did outstandingly well in the interview stage, but a beer or two in and talking to the other members of the team, uh, they just put themselves out of contention right there and then. So, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, so it's like, oh, this guy is full of shit. Oh, he's an ass and all this. Um, if he, if you hire this guy, I'm leaving, is basically what some of the other team is. And it's, uh, so, no, because that's uh, like, oh, yeah, he interviewed great, but um, no, he just doesn't have the personal skills. He was on, he was on good behavior and guard when, in the interview because he knew he should be on guard, but couple of beers, a couple of chicken wings, um, yeah, uh, yeah, some fish and chips in you, and then you're just relaxing, and then you start bitching about some stuff, and then it's like, nope, you're out. Okay, so even if that, even if you get to that kind of, okay, 
let's meet the team drink and you yeah of course you're feeling good right if you get that you think okay i'm in kind of right yeah yeah I, still, i'm on the yeah the short <laughs> track yeah yeah but you still so you're still being interviewed you, but you still you gotta you also have to be natural there though too right you can't yeah, just be natural you know, and personable be, but yeah, yeah yeah there were a few people that were i guess you could say b or c plus players that they just took on um to the um, nomikai afterwards and what happened is they noticed that this person, when they loosened up, they were very personable. They made an effort to talk to each team member, ask intelligent questions about what it's like to work there in the industry, what they're looking for. And they just turned their whole, how do I say, future uh, with this company around. It's like, yeah, this person was on our like our C list. Yeah, mm. uh, we, we want to fill out the numbers to make a better Nomikai. But then, hey – this person has – there's some there there. That's definitely information I've never heard before. So, yeah. Oh, no. that's, that's a, No, they definitely want to do that. So, if they invite you out for a beer, uh, by all means, go. Um, yeah. At the very least, you got a free meal. Um, mm. But, uh, no, you are still being evaluated. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's all, all good stuff. I want to know just kind of – let's go big picture way here. Uh, do you have any recommend – like kind of like overall strategy? So, do you – Attack it like a, a you know wolf to sheep, going to each each job thing and learning as much as you can. Or do you kind of is it better to target a few? What what do you th- what about that? I target a few, mm-hmm. so because um, even like with applying for jobs online and that you don't want to use the marketing. Um, I say Air Force method where you're just going to drop bombs over the whole thing. Uh, that's not. Yeah. Uh, that's going to just. For example, when you're writing cover letters, you don't want to use that same template for every company and all this. You want to customize it because if you're thinking you're sending out a lot of resumes, these hiring managers, they've read a lot of resumes and they can Mm -hmm. see a template a mile away better than you can. So Mm -hmm. if you're one of the 5% that actually put forth a good cover letter and explain why you want to work for that company – you're already ahead of the game. Same thing when you're going to these companies like, okay, I made notes. I want to work for your company. Here's why. Uh, You're definitely going to have a leg up. Mm -hmm. Now, at the same time, you're going to make sure that you get the interviewer's business card and name because this person, by the end of the job fair, uh, they have 200 resumes. They're like a like a deer in headlights, and they're just shell-shocked. They've mm. talked to so many people. So you're going to send them a nice email the next day or the day after, thanking them for the interview, explaining why you, that you like the job, maybe some things that you forgot to mention in the interview itself, because you would have said like, oh, I should have mentioned that, or maybe just say, oh, I had a question and all this. And you're going to reattach your resume. Mm-hmm. Now, your resume, you're going to save the file name as something intelligent, not uh, Peter Resume or something yeah. like that. You're going to put Jet Career Fair, um, Peter Lackner, or whatever your name is, and then say, um, what's a Ruby on Rails position, something like that. So when they have all these um, attached resumes, it's easy for them to find. Yeah, it's not just like resume one. Oh, yeah, resume one. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, if you go to a bookstore and all the books are calling book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, so you want to name the resume file something that they will open it up and say, yeah, um, or even something like uh, bilingual, yeah, uh, PHP 
guy, job fair, and name or something like that, so they remember who you are. So yeah, awesome. yeah, I have a uh, an intelligent file name with that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I just saw so many people, and then after the job fair where we're cleaning up the booths and all this, I'm talking to the, some of the HR uh, friends that I had, the hiring managers, and they're like, "Oh my god, they should." Um, even though the jet fair has a seminar before that that gives advice, mm-hmm. they're not giving a practical advice on how not to look like a loser. <laughs> so okay, they have breath mints. Yeah, okay. If you have normally bad breath, yeah, or yeah, comb your hair. It's windy out there in Yokohama. It's right on the coast. So make sure you do that. Put all your shit in a locker. Um, look presentable. Yeah, um, and yeah. Just little things like that, or have an elevator pitch ready to go. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, uh, they don't say, oh, uh, have a business card yourself. It's easy to print out a hundred business cards. Just so they have their name on it, and yeah, just have it ready. Do you think now this is for obviously it's, it seems a good idea to me? But what if I'm a jet and I don't have any other skills, right? I'm just kind of I was fresh out of college and I got a degree in uh, something interesting like uh, philosophy. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> I graduated with a music major. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. I went to I got a music major and then I did the jet for three years. And now, is there a job going to be? Is there going to be a job for me there as well? Even if I don't have any extra things except jet. Uh, there will be a job because most of the people at the jet fair uh, exhibiting there, they do not consider your time at jet um, work experience. Mm-hmm. So that was your time that you should have learned some of the language and mm-hmm. learned some of the culture. And now you're ready for us to um, mold you into what we want. We want to find somebody that is trainable that is in the game and interested in our company. And yeah, if you show that, so if it's um, something like sales, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't expect you to have sales experience or all this. I wouldn't be here. If you had a sales experience, I'd probably know who you are and all this or in a networking meeting and then I'd get you. But um, no, we know that you're entry level. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's not a problem. But um, just say that uh, how you expect to be a value to the company in the future. And so you're not saying like, oh, why do you want a job? So I want the job so I can increase my Japanese ability and learn about this. Like, no, that's a selfish thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like – yeah, same thing you learn when people write SOPs about how the jet program is going to help their life get better, but not how they're going to help the jet program. Yes, yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's <laughs> like no. So this is about how you are going to help that company and why you're interested in that company, and because of that, you're going to be adding to it, and that um, yeah, you're not going to be a, a drain on their resources. Great stuff here. Obviously, we learn for this for any job fair. Really, I mean, I'm sure there's. A lot of job fairs all around Japan that you know you should be going to if you want to be find a job that's in teaching or even not in teaching. You know, obviously, yeah, um, Disco has them. There's job fairs all the time. So yeah, there's a, just look online. Um, I don't promote the other job fairs that um, are for other job boards and all this because um, yeah, I want to keep you all on jobs in Japan for obvious reasons. But uh, no, I want you no go to all the job fairs. It's usually free or costs a thousand yen or something minimal to get in there. Uh, just like I say, even though I love jobs in Japan. Look at the other job boards. If you find a job on it, that's great. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'd love to say that we're the only job board in existence, but um, no, I, I want you guys to get jobs. Yeah, and I, I imagine it's just like anything else. I mean, 
you should be going to as many as you can because I'm sure you get you. It's a skill, right? And you can get better, you know, at, at doing being a job fair person, right? Right. Yeah. It's not that you're a professional interviewer, but um, the more times you go, that you'll be a little more relaxed and you'll be a little more seasoned. And that when someone throws a question at you, you'll be a bit, little bit better. So, um, so just like with anything, uh, in the beginning, you're going to be terrible. So mm-hmm. no one is good at when they just start. So yeah, fail your way to success. Get some questions in there like, oh, geez, I don't know how to answer that. And afterwards, write notes on, geez, I don't know how to answer that. This is how I should answer it in the future. And I, one last thing about preparing. Can, can, do you know who's going to be at these things before? Is there a way to find that out? Or is kind of when you get there? Oh, yeah. They, uh, they announce the companies um, that they're usually – I'm not going to say 100%, but usually you'll get a list of the companies that are going to be exhibiting and, okay. and what positions they're looking for. Uh, so, yeah. So you're good to go. So it, just research them a bit. Yeah. And then even if you don't research some of them, yeah, just go and see what's available because a lot of these smaller startups, there's not much about them online. Or if they're a startup, maybe they even started. But um, yeah, but this could be the most interesting job you've ever heard of. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. There's no excuse for not at least checking up on the people that will be there and see if one catches your fancy, you know, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you can say, yeah, I was here. Um, actually, I was I came here to interview at this company because this is what they were looking for. But um, actually – after interviewing with the person, I was kind of a little turned off. So I wanted to find out more about uh, what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. But don't ask bonehead questions because um, even at um, our booth, I was asking some people like um, – I actually was testing somebody. What are you looking for? How are you going to explain that to someone? And uh, I asked a couple of guys, oh, what are you looking for? It's like, I want a job in management. <laughs> it's like, no, you're on the JET program now. Um, why would anybody hire you as a manager because you have no experience with anything and middle management is a dying – there's so few of them. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, so don't do that. <laughs> don't don't be dumb basically yeah. the, the the message of this podcast today is don't be dumb yeah oh yeah so this stuff is great stuff i mean it seems like common sense but obviously if you've seen this every year i guess it, it maybe not be common sense to everyone for sure uh- <laughs> i was going to put a blog post on that on jobs in japan because i i went around taking pictures mm-hmm. of the people that were slovenly dressed um not taking notes um Bag, looking like a bag man and all this. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just uh, was going to put all the photos as um, not as something like to embarrass the people, but it's just like, don't be this guy. Uh, yeah, but yeah. then um, I didn't want to black out all their faces and all this. And I just like, no, okay, I won't blur- write this blog. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully we fill that, that role. But yeah, so obviously it's a common thing to see these mistakes. And it's so easy to get a leg up if you don't do these stupid mistakes, right, guy? Yeah, so yeah, just don't do the mistakes <laughs> and you'll get the job. So. <laughs> there but, you go. But good luck. So, yeah, all right, Peter. So I'll definitely see you in the next episode about another thing about getting a job. This is a great one for sure. Um, how about, is there anything going on in Jobs in Japan? Any, any blog posts we can hit up? Yeah, we got some uh, a guy from uh, the JAL, uh, you know JAL, Japan Association of uh, Language Teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their professors, uh, university professors, he's giving some advice on finding jobs in the teaching industry. Um, just uh, yeah, there's some good things there. Uh, uh, one guy that uh, was from Interact from the beginning talks about some stuff. Uh, he was on the show last week. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, see, but yeah, so everything's good. But the the best part are the jobs. Yep, that's true. That's the main thing. But there's also other stuff too. I want people not because some people think it's just you know some people oh it's just there's more than jobs. There's other stuff on Jobs Japan too. I'm there now too. So there you go. But uh, yeah, Peter, I'll see you next month for sure.
we got to get our next exciting episode. Um, we got a lot of topics to talk about, I'm sure. But uh, maybe can we hint on maybe two or three possibles maybe to get people excited? Uh, so maybe uh, we'll talk about next time how to make the jump from the teaching profession. I have some skill, I some some pointers for that. And uh, maybe on how to make a little bit more money in the teaching industry as well. Maybe we can go over some of that. Uh, also, if someone has anything like they're hurting and need some advice, maybe they can make, put a comment in there and say, hey, what should we do about that? Uh, we also have some stuff that um, how to get a, um, a visa if you only have like an associate's degree. Uh, so there's some things that we can mention about that. There's some, I don't want to call them loopholes, but there's some things that we can do that way. Mm. Interesting, yeah. So yeah, yeah, guys. If you want something you want to hear, please let us know. Because I mean, obviously, we want to make the show as entertaining as and uh, informative as it can be for you out there. So yeah, thanks again, Peter, and I will see you next time. Appreciate it. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast. Dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you. Check out altinsider.com and for regular, up-to-the-minute job postings, check into jobsinjapan.com. For the next big gig, please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan and good luck. Gambate! Jobs in Japan.com